This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. I hope everybody is having a beautiful Tuesday. It is gorgeous, and it's very windy. It's cold, a little bit cool. It's not cold, like long john socks cold. It's like cool, like a nice jacket, and you have a short sleeve shirt under it. But it's nice outside. It's beautiful. It feels like fall. I want to go carve pumpkins. It's really beautiful outside. It feels like fall. I like that. I love when fall feels like fall. I'm going to... What in my introduction? I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about what I've been saying on Instagram a little bit. If you do not follow me on Instagram, it's lady underscore Tiffany Ma. Okay. And um <laughs> I have been venting about celebrities and famous people or Z-listers coming to Atlanta and thinking that they rule Atlanta. No, the people who rule Atlanta are people who have small businesses, people who are not known, who are not famous and who actually take time and focus on their craft. Rather than just do pop-up stuff. And it gets taken down within a year or two of it being built. I'm going to tell y'all this. One of the stories I found this morning has a whole lot to do with why I'm venting. And why I'm saying these things. Because it's like after a while you start to realize like people really do think they're that, that, that person. Like, they're delusional enough to believe they're the shit. And you're not. So, it's just crazy to me. It's weird to me. And it's fine. You know, I'm fine. It is cool, whatever. But it just, you know, it's just like, when I saw this, as soon as I saw this, I knew that she was in the wrong. And not the young lady that stopped her. So it's just, it's crazy. And I know there is a such thing as racial profiling. It is. I know, I know the feeling of going inside a store and somebody following you. I know that feeling, but that's wrong. It is, it is wrong to follow people, but in the same sense, like, girl, bye. So y'all know how I like to get this, you know, started. Just in case y'all don't know, we are doing Creatures of the Hallow of the Wings. All Hallow Eve. Um, today, we're going to be talking about ghosts, paranormal activity. I'm going to talk about my paranormal experience, my very first paranormal experience, or I thought it was a paranormal experience. I'm not quite sure. Uh, what the hell was going on in between the sheets in my home? It wasn't in the bed, but I was in the bed and I saw it. And still to this day, I'm confused. I don't know if it was my aunt, but if it was my aunt that was coming at night to the house where she would have had her rollers on because she's a lady that makes sure her appearance looks decent. She's not a type of person that come to your house in her house robe and her hair mess. I'm trying to figure out what had happened, okay? So, um, I want y'all to, to, you know, I got to talk about this. Because, y'all know, Halloween is, a, is, is the holiday season for me. It's the start of the holiday seasons for me. And I love Halloween because you get to dress up. You get to be weird. You get to be scary, creepy, ooky. Or you can be just funny. But there's a lot of sexy slut costumes. Yeah. But before we talk about ghosts and paranormal activity, I want to talk about what's going on in the stories, in the news today, in the stories today, what I found on gossip sites, what I found on websites, all that stuff. The first story I found is from the Shade Room. 
And this contributor is Jade Ashley. And it says, Brian Laundrie remains sent for further evaluation after autopsy result came back inconclusive. Now, I got so many. I was looking up and I was researching and I got so many different stories because this one is saying that it's not Brian Laundrie. But I found this one and they said they have his remains and he will be cremated. And this one's from BallerAlert.com. Now, I don't know exactly what's going on. I feel like the whole month of October has been very off, has been very weird. This whole Gabby Petito thing is weird. This whole Brian Laundry thing is weird. It's just weird. Okay. It's strange. Like you and your boo thing go on a road trip and y'all fight the whole road trip. And then you end up dead and he end up dead too. Did they really find him or did they find somebody else that has been missing within the last 20 days or the last um 20 months or 20 years? You know? Or 20 weeks. And excuse me, I wasn't trying to cough. I wasn't trying to laugh. I was almost trying to cough. I wasn't trying to laugh. I was, my sinuses, y'all, okay? I just closed the window and, you know, the air outside usually make my sinuses clear. All that. But it's just this whole case is so weird. I'm going to be talking about this after this whole Halloween week. And I'm going to make sure I talk about it in Scorpio season, honey. Because, uh, this is the Scorpio at his best. I mean, girl, well, technically this whole Gabby Petito thing happened on my birthday. It happened September 20th. She went missing. Um, so this happened during Virgo season. Cuss Virgo, Virgo, Cuss Libra season. And it went on and on and on. And they finally found her. And then now... They found him, or they think they found him. They're not sure if there's his remains. Um, it's kind of like the um whole. Please don't let me get his baby's name wrong. Jalen situation, where they think they found him, but his family saying those are not his remains, and it's. It's giving Changeling vibes. I don't know if y'all seen the movie The Changeling, but Changeling is with Angelina Jolie, and she plays his mother. We already talked about this situation, by the way. We talked about this situation because there was a story about a young man that went missing, and his mother was looking for him, and they sent her back the wrong child. Um, And she's like, that's not my child. And so they made her get a psychiatric evaluation because they're like, Bitch, this is your child. How you gonna tell somebody that's their child? How you gonna tell somebody that's their mother? How you gonna tell somebody that's their son, um, their husband, their daughter? How you gonna tell them that's who they are? Um, but in this Brian Landry situation, basically, they're saying that the remains are inconclusive. I'm gonna read this article and then I'm gonna give my little two cents on this, okay? It says, last week, human remains were found at the Carlton Reserve in Florida, along with items that belonged to Brian Landry. Ultimately, it was determined that the remains were Brian remains. However, it looks, looks, it looks the autopsy results was not able to determine his cause of death and will have to be further evaluated. According to NBC News, Brian Landry's family attorney, Steve, Brian family attorney, Steve, Bertolino revealed that his autopsy result came back inconclusive and that his remains have been sent to an anthropologist to further evaluate. Bertolino said in a statement, no matter or no matter, no matter or cause of death was determined. There is no set timeline for what the anthropologist will conclude the evaluation on Brian's remain. However, he will be cremated. There are no current plans for a funeral basically that's what the other article said the article said they don't have plans of going to funeral they're just going to cremate him so they don't know who they got 
Jalen, I'm so sorry. Jelani, is it Jalen? Jelani, Jelani Day. Please forgive me. I hope his family forgive me for that. It's just been a whole lot going on. Jelani Day went missing. They found his remains, they said, and then his family are saying that's not him. What the hell is going on? There's too many people who gone missing. And then on top of that, they found people who were missing along the way of finding his ass. It's like, what is going on? Something ain't right. Um, something's weird's happening. It's strange. Um, I will keep y'all updated and posted. And if I get any more news about Jelani Day, I will talk about it as well. I want to talk about Jelani Day as well. There's a lot of stuff that I have written down that I need to talk about because I missed out on it when it happened and what was supposed to happen. Um, but yeah, y'all be careful out there. Um, so, and this news, this is going to kind of lighten the mood. Well, it's not. It screams privilege. And I already told y'all uh, the story about what I was talking about, that my issues in Atlanta is that you reality stars think y'all above the law. All right. I found this on the Neighborhood Talk, and it says, Tammy Rivera goes off after a CVS employee rudely tell her to stop opening a headscarf before paying for it. She told me to leave the store, and I said, call the police. So apparently Tammy Revere wants to die over a head scarf and some oil. Um, I'm going to say this. Let me tell you something. Because <laughs> I'm so over these fucking loving hip hop motherfuckers. Heard cases with people in the beauty community where they have dealt with people in with in, on reality TV shows who don't think they have to pay for their service, or who don't think they think they're above all this just because, and you should be privileged to be around them. First and foremost, I do feel like the lady probably was following her. However. Why would you open a headscarf in a store? First and foremost, I'm trying to, the first thing that came to my mind in the back of my head was, you ain't wearing a mask. The clerk is wearing a mask or the manager. She's probably a clerk or a manager at the store. If she at the store at night, she's probably the manager. She's wearing a mask. You're not. You're hooping and hollering and pointing, not wearing a mask. And we're still in a pandemic. Now, I don't know what Greek letter we own when it comes to the Stephen, but we own a different Greek letter every other week. Why are you not wearing a mask? I would have kicked you out the store for that. Like, bye, bitch, no. I don't care if you're vaccinated. The second issue I have with this is you opening up a headscarf in the store. Why are you opening up a headscarf in the store? Nobody know where your nasty ass fingers been. And thirdly, Tammy, fuck you. <laughs> this smells like clout chasing to the umpower, honey. Okay? It's like, okay, I'm irrelevant. I can't go back to loving hip-hop because I told them all to go screw themselves because I got a reality TV show on weed. So now I got to create a situation to where I can get a reality show because that's what people do. This is clout chasing. You're clout chasing. You're trying to make an example of this person. You're a shit starter. You're, you're an instigator. You're full of it, girl. I don't believe your story. You need more people. You're gross. Okay? Nobody cares. And nobody cares now because you're not walking flowers because Flame was white. So nobody care. Next story. Now this got me. I guess because my mom is in the in the divine nine. And I thought some way. And it's crazy to me because like I was writing this story. And in the story, one of the characters is 
part of a Greek organization that's similar to AKA as well. And I was like, can you use the Greek letters? If you're not, if the, if the, if the character is part of the Greek organization, but you're not, cause I'm not part of any Greek organization. My mother is, um, but my character in my story is, and the person who's going to play the character is not part of the Greek organization. So when I saw this happen, I was like, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> but when I saw this, I was like, can you? And then I saw that people in the Greek organization saying something. And then I was like, oh, you can't. Because my thing is in movies, they always like did fake ones anyway that were similar to. It's kind of like um, the movie School Days where you knew the uh, wannabes were based off the AKAs and that the fraternity they were representing was based off of Omega Sci-Fi, but nobody said anything about it and nobody did anything about it because he didn't use actual Greek organizations. He made up one. So I'm glad Issa Rae put this out this because I was about to write a Greek organization in my story as well. Because, yeah, I, I have family members that are part of the divine mind, um, specifically Omega Sci-Fi and Delta Sigma Data. And I was just wondering, can you use those letters? I know you have to pay to use them on merchandise. So this happened yesterday with um, Amanda Seals. Um, and she's not part of the divine nine. So she was attacked and she didn't understand what happened. I found this on V103's um, Instagram. And it says, Amanda Seals and Issa Rae respond to backlash over Greek organization letters being used in season five premiere. Which to me, I saw the picture of her and she was in pink and green, but I didn't see the Greek letters. So maybe I need to watch the episode to understand more to why people are up and roar. And it says, um, Amanda Seals responds to backlash after her character Tiffany on the hit show appeared on season five premiere rocking the official Greek letters of AKA. The backlash became so strong that it prompted even Issa Rae to respond. Um, do you think they're overreacting? And it was crazy because somebody said, uh, okay, so hold up. This girl is not a soror and had my shield on her body. And she said, Issa Rae, insecure, please do not do that again. That's wildly disrespectful. And then Issa Rae said, oh, shit, let me tell HBO to delete one of the upcoming episodes then. Hold on. Um, so, I mean, I want people, and I'm talking about people, I ain't talking about you new motherfuckers that just crossed over this fall. I don't care. I want to know somebody who was a seasoned Divine Nine. You can come to my Instagram and correct me. Can you use, or do you have to pay to use the Divine Nine's letters in their colors? I'm just asking because I had the Divine Nine in my story as well. I just want to know. Um, so this is a real question, and I'm glad that this is brought up. Because apparently some members are saying you can't. And then there's people who said, I read somewhere where this man said, you can use the Divine Nine, but you have to pay for copyright to use their letters so um if you're into the my vine nine please check me and please let me know before i put my stuff out there because it definitely has members in my story that are part of the divine nine so yeah um and you know i can't go and talk about black people and not acknowledge the divine nine and hbcus i can't do that because they they play a very big role in my life. Um, so please educate people on that. I'm glad it's brought up because I was questioning that. And I had a question about that because one of the characters in my story was in Delta Sigma. It was not in Delta Sigma. Day, she was in a, a, AKA as well. So um, please let me know. I, I want to be straight about this. Okay. The next story, which I'm going to also do a chronicleize in this story, um, is from the Shade Room. 
and is um, contributor is China Lace Lovelace. Sorry, it says R. Kelly child pornography chase trial said to begin August 2020, 2022. It says, although he was found guilty for racketeering charges in New York on September 27th and his sentencing awaits, he is heading back to court next year. If you recall, the Pied Piper faced charges in his hometown of Chicago for child pornography and obstruction of justice. According to the Chicago Tribune, Judge Harry Loomweber Lyndon Weber has set a trial date of August 1st, 2022. Now he's being charged on something different. So this is a child pornography case. He got in trouble for racketeering for the other one. So it's kind of like, girl, this is why you got to know the charges being brought up on you. Racketeering, money laundering, all that, all that Ponzi schemes. You got to understand what's going on. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I'll be chronicalizing this and talking about this soon. Next story. This is from the Neighborhood Talk, and this contributor is Miggity Mike. And it says, first female mayor of Illinois under fire for hiring registered child sex offender convicted of brutal gang rape as a code enforcement officer. Meaning, so this means that man can go inside your homes. He's clearly her cousin or something. Y'all don't get enough hiring them uh, shady cousins of yours. It says, Tiffany Hainer, the first female mayor of Dalton, Illinois, is receiving receiving backlash at the hiring a sex offender who was prosecuted prosecuted for gang rape to work as a city code enforcement officer. According to the Daily Mail, Lavelle Redmond was sworn in on September 30th by the mayor who stood by her decision. She was well aware of Redmond's past and she publicly stated that she believed in second chances. The position required him to inspect homes and businesses a large amount of people from Dalton, Illinois, don't feel comfortable with a registered sex offender entering their home and possibly being around their children. Back in 1991, Lavelle was sentenced to 50 years in prison for his role in gang rape of two young girls who were only 13 and 14 years old. Reports show that, show that Lavelle, along with three other kidnapped and sexually assaulted two minors, he served 24 years in prison and was released on parole in 2016. City trustees have expressed their disdain at the mayor as she hired Lavelle Redmond without consulting them. The mayor believed that Redmond had paid his debt to society and deserved to be given a second chance. No. You can give him a second chance. The second chance is he got out of jail. But he don't need to be having a job like that when he get to go in people's houses. And correctional facilities don't correct. They make them worse. Next story, this is also from the Neighborhood Talk. I didn't even know it. Like, I thought it looked a certain way, but I didn't even realize it. But uh, Drake got liposuction. <laughs> but Tyson Bedford, like, girl, you need to, uh-uh, you be a lazy girl. It says Tyson Bedford disagreed with Drake and other male artists' decision to allegedly undergo liposuction surgery. He said, I'm not fucking with it. He believed in doing it the hard way. Kanye West did it too. Girl, not men getting lazy like women. <laughs> Um, look, look at me being judgmental and act like if I didn't have money, I wouldn't get liposuction. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Next story is from Hot 107.9 Atlanta. And it says Governor DeSantis offering $5,000 to out-of-state unvaccinated cops to work in Florida. Oh, okay. So you hiring? Because I ain't vaccinated. <laughs> 
Governor Ryan DeSantis, DeSantis sent a message to those out-of-state first responders at risk of losing their job on Sunday, saying, NYPD, Minneapolis, Seattle, if you're not being treated well, we treat you better here. You can fill important needs for us and we will compensate you as resulted. Somebody say you trolling, though. <laughs> That's one of the jobs, by the way, that I feel like you need to be vaccinated for. Um, because you're dealing with public people. You know, when you arrest people and you grab people, you don't want to infect somebody because you got the virus. So, I mean, you know, that's one of those jobs I understand why you will be vaccinated for. I'm sorry. And I'm not getting soft. I stand firm. You know, there's, it's ridiculous some of the jobs y'all making get vaccinated. But when it comes to healthcare workers, when it comes to first responders, y'all need to be vaccinated. When it comes to teachers, teachers need to be vaccinated. Even though I don't care for the fact that my mom is vaccinated, she works with babies. Um. Okay. So I found this this morning on the Atlanta podcast and basically Freaknik want to sue 21 Savage for having a Freaknik 2021 themed birthday party. And 21 Savage said exactly what I was thinking, which is y'all better sit down somewhere. <laughs> In that case, they need to sue Ari Fletcher for doing the uh, Players Club party. Okay? Get out of here. It's a theme party. That concludes today's topic. If there's something else going on. um, Of course, I'll be reporting it tomorrow and I'll be 24 hours late again, girl. Girl, girl, yeah. All right. That concludes the stories that caught my eye. Before we get into paranormal activity, ghost, all that, all that, all that, I want to do a little pre-thingy. All right. Me talking about everybody's favorite characters of Halloween or me talking about things of Halloween, whether it's a ghost, whether it's zombies, whether it's um, witches, werewolves, Dracula. I have a crush on Dracula. Um... I want y'all to understand that some of these topics are based off of real life situations or somebody has been through something that has to do with it. Specifically werewolves and vampires. Um, I think those are medical conditions. And if somebody got a wart, that means they were playing with a frog. So, um, I got one of those before. I think it was from a classmate, honey. It was outside playing with a frog. Girl. That was in elementary school and that was like 20 years ago. Anyway, um, I'm exploring the world that we know it and what these characters are based off of. And I know y'all know what vampires are based off of and, and stuff like that. But me doing this is a light way of talking about Halloween and talking about the things that have to do with Halloween without, I don't know. It's just, I'm exploring the predominant themes at Halloween. Everybody loves a good ghost story. Uh, everybody likes persecuting someone and calling them a witch. Um, everybody thinks somebody's a vampire or everybody loves vampires, you know. And let's be honest, women, we have a fetish for vampires, obviously. Okay, look at the Stephanie Myers books. 
um vampire diaries everybody think it's sexy when somebody lives a hundred and something years old and still looks 20. we just think that's hot so i'm exploring the deeper meaning behind these characters because they are a base off of people or situations that have happened in the past and in history so me talking about this is not just for fun it's also to have a more understanding of what's going on and a more understanding with ghosts and and stuff like that so today ooh, it just hit 333 that's been my number lately my life path number is three um so we're gonna talk about ghosts i'm gonna do an article talking about ghosts and why people believe in them i'm gonna tell y'all two ghost stories what happened to me i didn't realize it was kind of paranormal activity but to me i've never really had truly any paranormal activity happen to me i've never felt it because, I don't know, they say you're supposed to ignore it. So, yeah. This article is from theatlantic.com and it was written by Tiffany Wynn. Love the way you spell your name, Tiffany. Um, it says, why do people believe in ghosts? And it says, across the world, ideas of paranormal persist. In June, Sheila Sillery Walsh, a British tourist, visited the historic island prison of Alcatraz in San Francisco. Claimed that she captured an image of a ghost in a picture she snapped on her iPhone. In her frames of what was otherwise supposed to be a picture of her empty prison cell was blurry black and white image of a woman. The story, which was printed in British tabloids the Daily Mail, featured on the Bay Area's local KR. ON4 TV station and mocked by S. Fist isn't the first time the Daily Mail has claimed the strange image have come up on smart devices. Normally a paranormal story would catch my attention but a few months before the story came out a Spanish friend of mine named Laura showed me a weird image she found on her phone while I was traveling in Madrid. The photo taken on her iPhone while on a trip to Ethiopia shows a boy looking down at leaves he is holding in his hands, seemingly superimposed. Onto the boy is another image of the boy, hands in different positions and eyes looking straight at the camera. Laura was convinced she captured an image of a ghost. Then a few weeks later, I discovered an image of a man in the background of a photo I took with my iPhone. I didn't. This Tiffany did, though. The picture was taken in my apartment and the man who I, identi- I can identify was not actually in the apartment at the time. I've been using the photo to scare my friends and myself in every sense. Recent first surveys have showed that a significant portion of the population believe in ghosts, leading some scholars to conclude that we are witnessing a revival of paranormal belief in Western society. Harris poll from last year found that 42% of Americans say they believe in ghosts. The percentage is similar in the United Kingdom, where 52% of respondents indicated they believe in ghosts in a recent poll. Though it's tough to estimate how large the paranormal tourism industry is, tours of sites that are supposedly haunted rather than staged haunted houses, there are 10,000 houses located in the United Kingdom, according to the country's tourist board site lithlightshauntedroom.co.uk lists dozens of allegedly haunted hotels where curious visitors can stay. In the United States, residents of places like Ellicott City in Howard County, Maryland pride themselves on their haunted heritage. While the terms spirit and ghost are related and even interchangeable in some languages, the word ghost in English tends to refer to the soul or spirit of a deceased person that can appear to the living. In a natural history of ghosts, in a natural history of ghosts, Roger Clark discussed nine varieties of ghosts identified by Peter Underwood, 
who had studied ghost studies for decades, underwent a classification of ghosts include elemental poltergeist, historical ghosts, a mental imprint manifestation, adult survival ghosts, apparitions, time slip, ghosts of the living, and haunted inanimate objects. Assume that belief in ghosts is even more widespread in much of Asia where ghosts are characterized as neutral and can be appeased through rituals or are angered and provoked. As opposed to our scary depiction of ghosts in the West, according to Justin McDaniel, a professor, professor of religious studies and director of the Pen Ghost Project at the University of Pennsylvania. Ghosts in Asia can be asked for help, help in healing people, winning the lottery and protecting one while traveling on or while pregnant. Like American ghosts, they have an attachment to the human realm, which keeps them haunting and helping humans. This is a creepy picture with a ghost next to this little boy. Boy, okay. Ugh. In China, Malaysia, Singapore, Vietnam, and Thailand, seven months of the lunar calendar, which falls in August this year, ushers in the Hungry Ghost Festival. When it is believed the ghosts of the deceased are temporarily released from the lower realm and to visit the living, which is kind of similar to thinning of the veil, which is what happens on October 31st. The veil is thinning. Um, in Taiwan, some people believe that the presence of wandering ghosts during ghost months can cause accidents to the living. At least one study has shown that people avoid risky behavior during this time, including those in body of water, reducing the number of deaths by drowning. This reminds me when I was watching the lovely tea, she was talking about water spirits. Girl. Like in the West, McDaniel says people in Asia have kept their belief in ghosts despite the rise of science, skepticism, secularism, and public education. In places like Japan, where secularism is very strong, the belief in ghosts is still high. Even hypermodern and liberal Scandinavia has a high percentage of people believing in ghosts. It turns out the significant numbers of people report have personally experienced paranormal activity. In a study published in 2011, 28.5% of undergraduate students surveyed at a Southern University reported having a paranormal experience. In 2006, the Digest poll, 20% of a respondent, 21% of women, and 16% of men reported that they had seen a ghost at some time in their lives. But it's true that if you already believe in ghosts or are told a place is haunted, you are more likely to interpret events as paranormal. That's true. Because the wind was blowing last night really hard, and I could have took it as paranormal activity, but it's still blowing really hard, so I'm just guessing it's windy. Well, it was hitting the window, honey. I could I could have said that and said that was a ghost. A 2002 study found that believers in ghosts were more likely than non-believers to report unusual phenomenon while touristing a site in Britain with the reputation of being haunted visitors who were told there was a recent increasing unusual ph- phenomenon occurring at the site also reported higher numbers of unusual experiences on the tour. Another study demonstrated that hearing or reading about paranormal narratives, especially when the story comes from a credible source, was enough to increase paranormal belief among participants. With the abundance of ghost hunting shows in the U.S. and the U.K. like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, and Most Haunted, I love Ghost Hunters. Even though I did not see nothing that was going on. Granted, one time they did a ghost hunting show. And it was stinking. I really believe one of those guys farted. (laughs) No, no offense to the guy there. But I think when the cameraman farted and he thought it was the ghost. The ghost like, don't be blaming me for that. It's you smell like that. I ain't got no flesh. <sighs> oh, and they were returning in the fall. Okay. 
what is this? I lost my spot. Hold on. Which is returning to the screen this fall is probably not surprising that studies have also linked belief in ghosts with exposure to paranormal-related TV shows. No, because I watch those shows all the time. I'm not going to really go there. So this is just an article talking about paranormal activity and what happens to paranormal activity. I want to talk about ghosts, my understanding of ghosts. Uh, I want to say this. Um, I'm a firm believer that the deceased... are not bothering you. And, um, when people say, oh, I think my great-grandma, she gave, she pushed this on the floor and did this. Uh, (sighs) I'm gonna tell you this. I believe in spirits. And I believe there are spirits that try to get your attention and they, they mock themselves up to be like somebody that's in your family. But they really not their demons, okay? This is my belief, all right? I do believe your deceased ancestors do communicate with you. I believe mine communicate with me through numbers, okay? I don't get their ghostly spirit. Um, I don't see ghosts or nothing like that. They'll communicate with me in a dream or they'll communicate with me with numbers. But I don't believe them communicating or seeing them standing from like, oh girl, your grandma's standing in front of me. No. It's whoever the spirit is connected to you. Y'all be trying to connect to people who you didn't even help transition when they die. My grandmother, she always talks to me. You weren't even there to take care of that person when they were sick. So why would you think she give a fuck about you in the afterlife? I will never understand. But that's a whole other argument on a whole other day. But uh, for me, I feel like they communicate with you through ways that you will understand. Um, I have synchronicity in my life. Like I told you, I saw 333. I get 333s, 444s, 555s. I did one time get 666 and it kind of scared me. Um, I got that when I bought something at Dunkin' Donuts, honey. And she said, 666. I'm like, okay. Oh <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me. <laughs> oh, Lord. No. But I believe in numbers. Um, I will look at a clock and it will say somebody's birthday. One of the numbers I always see is, uh, and it'll be from the deceased or the living. One of the numbers I received recently was six, was seven sixteen. Anybody in my life know what seven sixteen is? Um, another number I get a lot. It's 0209. Y'all know what 0209 is if you're related to me, if you're my family, what that number means. I get those numbers all the time. I get 0209 and I get 07, 0716. And sometimes I get 0912. Now those birthdays are very significant to me. Um, I will explain what they mean or anything, I, I, I'm not gonna explain what they mean. I just know that people who are related to me, people in my family, know what 0716, 0209, and 0912 means. I get those numbers a whole lot. And last night I was playing this uh, Toy Blast game and the Toy Blast game kept giving me 911. Now, 9-11 is somebody who is still alive. I know she's still alive because she just drove up and came from work and she just went to a room. <laughs> but I will get numbers like that, whether it's on tags, whether it's on the clock. I get numbers like that. But I want to tell y'all a little bit about paranormal activity um, that I've experienced in my 
life. Just a little bit, not much. Uh, and it's not really scary. Well, the second one was scary. Well, okay, they are scary because I keep looking back on them and it scares the hell out of me. All right, the first one happened to me when I was probably about five or six years old. Y'all know I believe in angels and demons. Um, So I, I, I believe that sometimes in the spirit world, you have angels and you have demons. And I think demons try to mask themselves as angels or your family. And you believe that they're there to help you and they're not really there. They're, they're there to hurt you. Um, so when I was about five, six years old and I was laying in the bed, um, the bed was toward the hallway because I was in my great grandmother's bed at the time. I didn't have my own room until I was 14, y'all. So I was sitting up there in the bed, sleep. I woke up. I'm surprised I didn't pee on myself. I woke up and I saw this figure with wild hair. The hair was clearly dirty blonde with a distorted face and he looked homeless. I was sitting up there and I was looking at that and I was like, I knew it wasn't my auntie. And I think it had something to do with the movie. You know the movie where the guy had a distorted face? I forgot what the movie was called. What's it called? Moonstruck or something? It had Cher in it, and this guy has a messed up face and wild hair. And I think I saw that figure there. It's the same way with I was in my great-grandmother's den, and I saw what was the villain in Power Rangers. What's that guy who has a dog face, and he wear a gold suit? I saw him in the... Um, I saw this figure in the hallway and it scared me. And I just wanted to cover it and I told my great-grandmother, I was like, there's something in the hallway. She said, Tiffany, there's nobody there. So I hid undercover, scared. Nothing happened. But it was so creepy to me. I don't know if I was dreaming or because when you're that age, you can't differentiate if you're dreaming or not. So I don't know if I was dreaming or I saw it. Of course, my great grandma was like, that's the devil trying to get you. <laughs> Your parents say little silly stuff like that. And the truth of the matter is that the devil was really trying to get you. They'll sit there and throw themselves in front of you. You lying. Um, but it was just so creepy to me and it just bothered me for a minute. I was like, oh my goodness. The second one was, it happened to me as an adult. I think I was 25, 26. So I was sleeping in the living room because in my, I had bad anxiety. So I couldn't sleep in my bedroom. And I have a dream that somebody was trying to break into the house. So what happened was the door blew open, the front door blew open. And my great grandmother's sister's picture starts shaking and falls off the wall. I got up, I ran. It was crazy because in the dream, I thought somebody had broke into the house. I ran into my great-grandmother's room. I'm like, somebody broke into the house. She's like, Timmy, nobody broke into the house. I was like, the door flew open. There was nobody in the living room. And the, the picture on the wall shook and fell. I was like... what that means I don't know what that means and it's crazy like I said when I was four when I was five or six I don't know if that was a dream or not or optical illusion sometimes I see things that are not there and they're there they're not there or they're there 
Um, and um, like I said, most of the time when I get angel numbers and I get spiritual numbers and I get numbers pertaining to that person, uh, whether they're dead or alive. But other than that, I don't get apparitions. I never taken a picture where I saw a ghost. I tried to do the ghost hunter experiments and they have nothing, nothing like that. Even though I thought I saw my great-grandfather's face in, like, the makings of a couch. And I was like, oh, my goodness. But, like I said, once again, it could be an optical illusion. I could just be seeing things. Um, But other than that, I never really had any true, true, true paranormal activity or anything like that. One of my favorite Halloween movies to watch is Paranormal Activity, strangely enough. Um, With that being said... Um, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is These Walls Are Thin. Tomorrow, I will be talking about werewolves. I'm gonna leave zombies and witches to the end, and vampires, I'm gonna smack y'all dab in the middle because I like y'all in between. <laughs> We're going to be talking about werewolves. We're going to be talking about the syndrome related to the werewolves. Um, And I'm going to talk about... uh, I had a bad experience with a Yeti walking around Atlanta. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not. (laughs) No, but yeah. We're going to talk about werewolves. Um, We're going to talk about everything werewolves. And the origin behind werewolves and lycanthropy and my favorite werewolves and I do have favorite ghost movies I wanted to end this podcast by saying that I forgot I wanted to do that but I do have favorite ghost movies my favorite ghost movie is Casper of course Casper was the first one to uh, come in my life and I love Casper Casper uh, the Paranormal Activity franchise. Greta is not ghosts, it's demons. And it's a demons attached to a family. Um, What's another ghost movie I like? That's the only ones I can think of that I like. But Casper is definitely a thing. I one day want to throw a big Casper vlog party. I love Casper. That's the cutest ghost movie ever. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma and these walls are thin. So be careful. You might have a ghost looking at you or an ancestor peeping in. Or it could just be demons. I mean, because some of y'all, y'all got very demonic spirits, girl. But I, heard, I already told y'all how to get rid of them. So Christmas ornaments going to get rid of those. Crystal ones, though. You got to have crystal Christmas ornaments. It get rid of all them bad spirits and sage. Thank y'all for listening to my podcast. I am like so alley. <laughs>